1: This
2: is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 said the man who always said hello three times. Happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm alongside Darren. Oh, I had to stay an extra hour than you last night to build up to life. Oh, shut up, Benny. Anyway, we begin with fallout from Dean Smudger Smith's Leicester, drawing with Newcastle in the Premier League. The match was live on TalkSport. Here's all the reaction.
3: The full-time whistle blows. For the first time in 20 years, Newcastle United are a Champions League club again. They will be playing in club football's premier competition next season. Thanks to a magnificent
2: season. Time now to hear from Newcastle gaffer, Edwin Howe.
3: Yeah, amazing achievement from where we've come from in a really short period of time. Can't compliment everyone really connected with the team enough. The players, the staff, um, the board, everybody has contributed to this and, uh, yeah, a great day for the club. We sort of didn't see this coming, the the consistency the players have shown over the course of the season, the solidity we've had, what the players have given in each game and... um, the mentality of the group's just been incredible and we've just kept going. So I think we deserve to be where we are. Just try and enjoy it tonight and for a few days, but uh, the hard work's only ahead of us. From where they were when the new owners came in and Eddie Howe came in, all you can do is stand up and applaud Newcastle because they have been absolutely magnificent. Not just in the way that they've played, the way that the team, the manager, the coaches, they've all conducted themselves. You know through this process you know all you can do is just stand up applaud and say well done newcastle we want to want to barcelona we want to real madrid we want to be able to have an away day that we can remember for the rest of our lives and if somebody had asked me as much as two years ago would i be dreaming of these things yeah. it, it's an emotional night for all newcastle united fans hey. Let's go to Lee who's a Newcastle fan, right Lee? Has anyone seen Chelsea? Has anyone seen Cundy? Nor Andre Floyd. Diddy Drapper? Has
1: anyone seen this team? Are they anywhere near the top four? Keep going.
3: <laughs> Come on. Oh, has anyone seen Osir Mourinho? Newcastle United are a Champions League club again.
1: They're ahead of schedule. They have absolutely capitalised on the capitulation that Chelsea have delivered and, the, and what Spurs have done in Liverpool. But they deserve to be there. And now it's about building and sustainable. Because... They've not had Champions League football this and I know Europe. It's a different challenge next year. They've got to get the squad in place. Yeah. Totally different. They will be looking at that now. Looking to, looking to add, looking to trim the squad, get out the players they feel that aren't going to be
3: good enough for the next step up and move forward. Lee, is Holly awake? Should I ask her? Just go, in, go and wake her up and say yeah. you're going on a European tour next yeah. year. Hello? All right, Hello? All right Holly! <laughs>
0: Do you know this is like every time. I can't <laughs> just go to bed. <laughs>
3: I'm Holly, you're going on a this? European tour next season. How you feeling?
1: Me? Yeah, you, you go. You're going away. You're going to go in the black and white of, of, of Newcastle. He, he's taking around Europe.
0: And I, I heard all night. All I want to do is
1: go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Apparently, Holly he said he's going to ask you to marry him.
3: Oh uh, yeah. You know what you need to do? You need to bar him off this shore. <laughs> But Leicester's Premier League status is still alive A backs-to-the-wall performance Which means it has a pulse It's a weak pulse But it's just about there They have to hope Everton mess up at home on Sunday And they have to beat West Ham But they've gone to their fans Punching the air Hugging each other it's almost like they're celebrating a win, isn't it? I mean, it is absolutely bizarre. OK, they've got a point, they've given themselves a slightly better chance on the last day of the season. They've got a win, simple as that. They're obviously banking on that and, and then they're praying that Everton don't win and only pick up a point at Bournemouth a massive gamble I think but it's huge it,
1: isn't it? Yeah. It, it a win would have taken them out
3: of the bottom and then, it, and then it's in their own hands we've got to go over to Sam Mattface he's with Leicester manager Dean Smith
1: we've took it to the last game I don't think I need congratulations for the first clean sheet though You know, we should be keeping more clean sheets and that's probably the reason why we are where we are in the league it's the reason why I decided to play like we did tonight and I make no apologies for that we wanted to stay in the game against what's been a rampant Newcastle team at home all season You know, we stayed in the game that was the, the big thing for us Uh to hopefully allow the likes of Madison, who came on at half-time, Barnsley, Patson, Dakar to come on and hopefully create a chance. And we got one in the 90th minute, but the keepers made a wonderful save.
3: But it's all Newcastle United. It's the most one-sided nil-nil I've ever seen in my life. I
1: have to say, I thought Dean Smith tactically got it right today. There's only two teams that have gone to Newcastle this season and one. Liverpool and Arsenal. I felt that the point was the best they could get, right? The best they could get. And another day they might sneak it, or another day they might lose it. What they've done, they've allowed themselves to in a, be in a position where there's only one team above them. They've still got to win. But now Everton, before going into today, only needed a point in theory with goal difference. Now yeah. Everton have to win. So what they've done, they kept they kept Everton honest. I think Leicester tonight have done as good as they possibly could against a side next year that's in the Champions League away from it. I think that's, I think it's a brilliant result.
2: Now Man City wrapped up a third consecutive Premier League title of the weekend. Sauron Jordan was not surprised by the outcome. However, defending his former side's collapse, Martin Keown says Arsenal shouldn't be embarrassed finishing as runners-up. Well, they should because they led for most of the season.
3: Gundogan picks up the Premier League trophy, we know that the blue moon isn't rising it's now the dominant force on the Premier League horizon When you're a top sports person, okay, when you can be a winner and you can be the champion it's easy almost in a way, if everything's clicking it's going well when you have to readjust to, become, to come second, it's a difficult adjustment and I think for Arsenal it was very evident that that's what they are playing for and then you fall away because some people don't want second best but sometimes second is not The end of the world. The Arsenal team that I played in, in the seven seasons I I managed to hang on to Arsene Wenger when he came in. He was a fantastic manager. We came second four times. You can come second, Jim. There's no embarrassment to come in second, as long as you use that. I do think there will be a jeopardy of the competition becoming dominated by Man City again next year. Because what are we seeing about this football club? Haaland is going to be in his second season unless he gets injured you're going to see a, an even better season. It no, doesn't matter if they work out to play against him. There are times when that side are unplayable, and as a result of it, he becomes unplayable by the benefit of association alongside yeah. his own gifts. So I, I do fear that this becomes... But it's upon the other sides. It's upon the other sides. And let's be clear, if Arsenal had done their job at times when it was very mm. upon them to do their job, this was not diced and sliced and cut and dries. This was still in their hands. Man City didn't beat, win the league because they beat Arsenal twice. They won the league because at the business end of the season, Arsenal got altitude sickness.
2: On now to Tottenham Hotspurs. And here's their former midfielder, Jamie O'Hara, warning fellow Spurs fans that if Harry Kane leaves in the summer, they could be fighting relegation next season. Oh, calm down, O'Hara.
3: Has done it in the 88th minute. Obviously, we all hope that he'd stick around and sign a new contract because I, like Laura, without Harry Kane, I seriously Mm. think we could be fighting relegation next season. And we are that bad without him. Like, we have been solely dependent on Harry Kane to score us goals and do stuff for us. And I think. You know, with the lack of ambition that we've shown and the players that we've signed who ain't been good enough, if he leaves, we are in big, big trouble. Recruitment, Ali, has been shocking. We know that, though. You know, players that have come in have been uh, nowhere near good enough this season. But I think, you know, Daniel Levy, he's in charge of that as well. You know, he's in charge of getting the right man in to get the recruitment right. And he brought in someone who's now got banned for three years. So the, the man at the head of it all is Daniel Levy.
2: Now, Real Madrid have lodged a hate crime complaint with Spanish prosecutors after Vinicius Junior was targeted with racist abuse during their match against Valencia. TalkSports European expert Kevin Hatchard said La Liga's reaction to racism has been unacceptable. Javier Tebas, who's the head of La Liga, he stepped in yesterday very clumsily, I thought, Mm. because what he did was instead of starting by saying, look, this is completely unacceptable... He had a go at Vinicius for not working with La Liga to stop this. And that was completely the wrong approach. La Liga have referred these incidents. There's a whole long list of them against Vinicius and they have referred them. And there's only so far La Liga can go in some ways. But to basically attack Vinicius for for speaking out was outrageous. On now to a bit of F1 or Formula One, if you're posh. And there are rumours, just rumours, that Lewis Hamilton could join Ferrari next year. Kieran Jackson, the Independence F1 correspondent, that's Formula One, told Talksport 2, sounds like a football match, that Hamilton is waiting to see which team will give him the car to win his eighth title. So just to confirm, that's Kieran Jackson's F1, he told Talksport 2.
1: It's more feasible than people might think at first glance. I think Ferrari are making big inquiries. Their president, John Elkin, has contacted Hamilton's team and his representatives. And I don't think, even though it's £40 million, it's near enough what he gets in Mercedes, I don't think it will really be about the money for Lewis. I think it's about, he's 38 years old, he's desperate for that eighth world title, which team has the best chance of competing with Red Bull. I think in the short term, Mercedes were meant to bring an upgrade package to Imola and obviously that race got cooled off and now they're going to bring it into Monaco, which is hardly the ideal place to bring in upgrades on that tight, twisty circuit. So we'll see what happens in Monaco, but then the race after that is Spain, which is, used to be a testing circuit anyway. So we'll see what the upgrades are like in the short term and just to see if that means he'll put pen to paper by June, July or whether if it doesn't have the desired effect, whether he'll keep longing it out, so to speak.
2: Has been speaking in a press conference, announcing his retirement from the sport at the end of this season. His Cav, aka the Manx Missile, looking back at his sensational career. I suppose he's getting a little bit tired. Tire, tired. Tired. I'll just play the tape. <clears throat>
1: to be a formality win number six for Mark Cavendish. there's nobody can match the speed of this amazing
2: kid cycling's been my life for over 25 years i've lived an absolute dream the bike's given me opportunities to see the world meet incredible people both involved and not involved with the sport a lot of whom i'm proud to now call friends it's taught me so much about life about dedication loyalty, companionship and teamwork, sacrifice, humility and perseverance. All important things. Now as a father, I can show my children. Well, that's it again. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport Apple wherever you get your podcast. from. one back on Andy Drive Time show today at 4pm alongside Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts that first day. We'll do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. We'll done. Above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.